0: Right now, I'm gonna do the technical part. Sometimes people say the boring part, right? Me, personally, I love it. I'm gonna go through the steps of how to do a quick illustration, right? What you wanna show the individual, how to let them know what it is, the role it plays in its finances, okay? So I got 30 minutes to show you guys this. There's probably gonna be a ton of questions after but write down the questions, okay? And maybe later today or tomorrow we can help you answer those questions, okay? But as of now, I got 30 minutes to get this going. So should I jump in now? Yes. yes. Yeah, perfect. So I sat with this individual. Uh, we've sat with him before. He saw what we do, he came to a presentation. Actually, he was the only one on a Saturday. And I just did a one-on-one with him. He said, I need, I need help. Perfect. So it got delayed. I think it was like a month ago. Okay. Finally, we sat today. But Francis did a phenomenal job of prepping him. So he said, what do I need? So she said, bring your statements, bring your finances, bring an idea of how much you want to set aside. Perfect. So when we sat with him, obviously, we started talking. And I said, so what can I do for you, right? So, really good guy, really good guy, 40 year old, four kids, good guy, hardworking individual, runs a barber shop, right? Other than running the barber shop, he also teaches a a barber school. So he's doing 12 to 15 hour days every day. So I said, okay, how can I help you? He said, I'm more, I want life insurance. And I'm like, okay, you want the proper protection or just coverage? Cuz like what would be the proper protection for me? Perfect. So what I did is, I think if you guys been in some of my trainings, you already know the what? Diamond so debt. So, debt and when I just wrote this down before starting, I said, before we go ahead, John, I'm gonna change the name. I said, I want you to know that all the questions that I'm asking are for your benefit. I'm right now working for you. This is a place of trust. Everything we discuss here stays here. Okay, these are very personal matters and I want you to know that I'm here committed to you. Perfect. So I said, how much debt do you have? And then I saw how his body language got like And then Francis did something that was very good. Francis said, should I leave? Is it okay if I leave or do you want me to stay? And he just looked at her and said, you're not gonna say nothing, right? She's like, no. (laughs) And I'm like, perfect. So he starts telling me the debt. Overall, he had $24,000 in debt. Okay. Income, he's making seventy-eight thousand dollars. Mortgage, it was an inheritance. Okay. Zero. So <clears throat> zero. Zero. Mortgage was inherited, so they don't need nothing. From there, he has four kids, right? 16, two two sixty-year-olds, a six-year-old, and a two-year-old. And I said, education, let's say tomorrow you pass away, would you want to leave something for them? He said, I got the the VA, so there's going to be education for them if I pass away or if I don't. Perfect. So he said, zero. So then I said, why do I ask these questions, John? The reason being is, right now, John, I'm not working for you. What's your wife's name? Gina, I'm working for Gina. She's my true client. Your kids, they are my true clients. I'm working for the orphans and the widows. <coughs> like, okay, so the reason why we go into debt is if you pass away, would you wanna leave that debt towards your wife? No, no, perfect. Now I said, normally I structure from seven to 10 years of income. And I told him the reason being is, what does your wife do? Like she is a interior designer. How much does she make? Like around 30, 30, 30, 25 to 30. It's a part time, okay. So most couples, right? The wife, with four kids stays back and focuses on the family. But you, you're out there grinding to pay the bills So it's just through your experience, right, and the schooling and the certificates you've gotten, you're able to make more money. So I said, what you're trying to do is, what if she passes away? What if you pass away? What you want to do is at least leave 10 years of income so she can pay the bills and she can go to school or start a business or whatever she wants to start in those 10 years so she can take control of the finances of the household. So she doesn't depend on nobody. When I said that, I was meaning so she doesn't have to marry someone else, right, right, to be able to pay the bills or struggle. So I'm like, do you understand that? He's like, yes, I see, I see why why we want to leave just more than $20,000 to get buried. So is it making sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty simple, right? Mm -hmm. So I added this in front of him, and I said, your proper proper coverage is $804,000. He said, perfect, and I told him right off the bat, I'm like, if you put this, we could cover you in a permanent insurance, but it's going to be expensive. You being 40 years of age. I said it's probably gonna be just with my experience of looking and doing and running so many illustrations gonna be $800 to $1,000 a month. If you can do that, that's awesome. But if you can't right now, right off the bat, John, you're gonna need a balance of both policies. A permanent policy and a term policy. like why the reason being is a term policy most of the time are there and are structured 20 to 30 years term policies are put in place to cover an asset either an income or a mortgage so that's why you want to put a term policy in place just to cover that A permanent policy is there to be there for the rest of your life. Now the question that I have for you, John, is, do you think at 65 you're gonna need coverage? Yes, I'm still gonna die. I'm like, exactly. That's where we put a permanent policy in place. Why do we start both policies now? We wanna lock in your rating. Right now, the biggest, The biggest thing individuals do that think that they're smart is start a term policy, right? And then at 60, 65, they need to get a policy, but now they're too close to death. That means that the prices are so high for very little coverage. So, what you're trying to do is you're trying to lock in the right rating at 40 years of age because you want to lock in what's inevitable death. He's like, okay, so how much would that look? Perfect, I said. How much can you set aside? He's like, I can set aside 300 bucks a month. Okay. So, now let's go into illustration. And in that instant, I pulled out the. So. You go in, right? The reason why automatically I go into National Life is there's a lot of guarantees with National Life, and there's a lot of living benefits with National Life. So what he said, he's like, I want life insurance. What that told me is I want benefits, right? I want death benefit. I'm like, okay. So I go into, illustrations so he's very young right so he said I want life insurance that also acts as retirement okay so concerning his age right being 40 and concerning what he wants benefits with coverage I automatically gonna do this right so Always make sure that the state is correct because it varies. Right now, one time I was doing a $1,000 a month policy and when I get there to show him, I was running everything in Colorado. I almost had a heart attack. I was not out of time. So in that instant, I just changed the state and everything was fine, but I was very, I was able to help the clients. So California. I'm going to do index universal life, and then I'm going to do flex life. So flex life is a very uh, flexible account. You can do a lot of college plans in there. You can do for younger individuals in their early, from babies to like 45s, even 50s, depending on how much they're funding it, okay? Peak life, that has a minimum death benefit of a million dollars. So peak life is for those individuals that are say, you know what, Isaac, discretionary a month, I have an extra $10,000 I can throw in something like this, two to $3,000 a month. Perfect. That's when you go into peak life. Secure plus provider, this one is something more conservative. There's not a lot of the cap on which you could earn is around 8% So that means that the policy is cheaper. Secure Provider is better for your older individuals. Okay? Are we good with that? Just a little quick class. For now, he's 40 years of age. Let's do Flex Life. Abraham, you're probably gonna understand this because it's pretty bored if you're just coming in, right? You're not understanding a lot, but it's all good. So we said his name was John, right? John King 09, 1978, He's four years of age. So this is super simple, guys. This is asking the client information, death benefit and funding, how much are you putting in? And then on the last part is asking how much are you pulling out? Okay. So let me focus. So now that we put the name, he's a male and his date of birth, he doesn't smoke. You always wanna do verified standard on tobacco. If he's like super, super fit, has six six, uh, pack abs, you may wanna do preferred. That means that he's gonna, everything's gonna be cheaper because he's probably gonna live longer, okay? But most of the time, you just wanna do standard. You go into death benefit and funding you do based on target premium. What that means is, he said he can set aside 300 bucks a month. What that means is, I'm just gonna put 300 bucks a month and see what the calculation gives me concerning coverage. If this sounds like Chinese uh, some of you guys, it's all good, okay. It'll make sense, inevitably. And more for my friend here that thinks like an engineer. probably gonna enjoy this, right? So, based on target premium, and I asked the client, would you want? Are you planning on putting more money in the future? Like if it was a 401k, he said yes. Perfect. So what we do is, increasing. From there, we already figured out the death benefit. Instead of annual, we want to do monthly. EFT, and then we're gonna click specify amount Again, specify amount, just specifying. He's going to set us up 300 bucks a month. Okay. And I asked him, for illustration purposes, John, let's just imagine that for the first five years, you're putting 300 bucks a month. Yeah, that works, Isaac. One slash five. From there, I do add row, because he's only 45, right? And then I do specify amount 400. And I told them, should we increase it? Like, yeah, from year six to year 10. Perfect. So I can't see that, but from year one to five is 300, then? Yeah. Okay. And he's 40. We want to fund this till he's 67. So Social Security retirement age just went up because we're living longer. You remember when we used to be 64 and then 65, and right now, just like two months ago, was it? It bumped up to 67. Probably for individuals in this room that are 35 and younger, that means almost everyone in this room, right? We're probably going to be around 70 years of age when it comes to social security retirement age, if we get some, right? If there's any in there. That's, any. that's a big puzzle for our generation to figure out. There won't be any. Don't worry about it. Gonna, about there's it. not going to be anybody for me either. So just don't <laughs> worry about it. OK, I'm not counting on it. So you should. Yeah. yeah no no I'm just saying. There's no way. So don't plan on it. Have you guys seen just what I did here? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? It's pretty yeah. simple, right? I love to work with very smart individuals like yourself. <laughs> Distribution. So we hear premium. So the company wants to know, how much are you going to give me, Isaac? Money, 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 money. And then how much are we pulling out? How, how much? How are we going to distribute the income? So I click specify amount. If it was a college fund, you could put a specified amount and you would put 30000 at age 21, right? In this sense, you just do lifetime income benefit. So let's imagine this individual is going to pull out as if it was a pension. Perfect. So now we go into quick view and we see how, if he funds it, how we structured it. He could have a pension of around nineteen thousand dollars, tax-free for the rest of his life. Yearly, right? Yearly. So, on a monthly basis, would be. Can someone divide nineteen eight by five by twelve? One thousand six hundred and fifty-four. So, that would be around the tax-free benefit that he would be getting every month. So, how do I explain this, right? For how long? For the rest of his life. And I was putting in three hundred dollars a month. For years. Starting. Starting for twenty-seven for years. years. Do you always like, structure yeah. for that many years and get them buying right from the get go? Yeah. yeah, because you gotta let them know that this is something you're just structuring, like if it was a retirement yeah, account. I haven't seen that done that way. Exactly. Like that. Okay. And not coming back and telling them yeah. you got to rewrite anything. Structure it so it fits what they need right away. Yeah. Okay, I like that. That makes sense. And another thing was. He said, "I have an IRA, and I throw in 400 bucks a month in that IRA, right?" And he said, "I'll just get those 400 and put it over here." And I said, "Before you do that, let me tell you the differences so you understand what you're doing, right? Because I want to be blunt." So when he told me that, I said, "Let me explain to you the differences, uh, Mr. John." Have you guys ever seen like when there's the 401k statement and there's a piece of it that says stocks, bonds, mutual funds, banker? Right. Chart. Right. Pie, chart. pie chart. Right? Pie chart, right? Yeah. chart, So I said, let's imagine, right, that half of it is your IRA. And I said, what do you have in your IRA at Wells Fargo? He says, I said, stocks, stocks, stocks. And this is, I'm just kind of like doing a mess here, but you guys get it, stocks. Bonds, mutual funds, I said. Most of the IRAs, right, that are directly in the market, depending on the diversification of the investment, most of the time, they are in something like this. So if the market goes up, you get all of the gains, But when the market crashes, you crash with it. Right? Right? Yes. That's where the IRA is invested. That's perfect. The awesome thing about the IRA, or a 401k, or a retirement account is that you get all of the gains. The negative is that you get all of the losses. And the thing is, long-term, the market always goes up. The tricky thing with the marketplace is that exit strategy. Most individuals exit when they have lost money. That's the reality. You're like, hmm, okay. So what do we do, right? So here, there will be, I, pardon, you guys can't see. So I said, I well. So what we do is, our part, what we bring to society, is the guaranteed aspect towards retirement. Life and annuities are guaranteed, Our financial uh, tools that most individuals use for their future. Right? getting those massive returns come with a lot of risk right so what was this guy's called baby Ruth right the, the year that he did more home runs he got a lot of more strikeouts it's the same thing here it's the same thing in the marketplace so what we're here is we're here for the guarantees the guarantees of never losing you're not gonna get those monster returns but they're gonna be guaranteed with none of the losses. So how's this structured is it goes up, you're capped at around 12%, but when the market crashes, you lose a single penny, you keep your income at zero. So what am I saying, John? That depending on your risk tolerance, it's good for you to have money in both areas because it would be stupid of me to tell you that this is everything where you want to put your money in. You're like, perfect. And that makes you more credible to him. Yeah, because it's... Because it, it's being real. It's being real. Yeah. He appreciated that, right, Francis? Yeah. So he said, perfect, run it. I'm sorry, I did no questions, but you said you you were going to sign up for a term at a whole? Yes. So did you sign up for a term for as both. well? For both. For the 800, 805? Yeah, for, it was 525 because 277 gave him the proper coverage. Nice, nice, so you supplemented with both. Yes. So what we did here is, (laughs) oof, I got like five minutes guys. I'm gonna hurry up, okay? Okay. So so I'm gonna go over the, the most important aspects of what I showed, okay? Just to make it clear. So I said, John, there's three things that are gonna happen that are inevitable. First thing is, in case something happens, so I said, let's imagine right now we put in the application. You know, you, you've not gotten approved, right? You haven't even get, given the first premium, the first payment, but if we put in the application and you pass away right now as you're driving through the 805, you would be covered. Just because you had the intention of being covered. Awesome. The second thing is, what if you become ill In case of terminal illness, chronic illness, critical illness, and critical injury. In case of anything concerning those matters, you would be covered. So I showed him this. So a terminal illness at age 65, if John gets any type of heart attack, brain tumors, cancers, anything that's terminal, you would be able to receive, while he, he's still alive, $469,000. Tax-free, cash money, to go, whatever, to go do whatever he wants to do, okay? So I said, what if you're younger? What if you're 50? At 50, you would receive around $261,000 if it's life threatening while you're still alive. Now guys, and I told them the reason why I'm so passionate about this and the reason why I started this so young is because my father passed away at 40. My mom was widowed at 37 with four kids. She had fifty thousand dollars of a life policy, and it's the first time I told someone this. But I said, you know what that fifty thousand dollars did? They buried him. She bought a brand new truck, a Tahoe, because we needed a new car, and those Kirby vacuums, or they were like a thousand dollars, because <throat> this guy came knocking, and <laughs> we were like, we want it, mom, and she like. Couldn't say no because we had just lost the father, right? But the, it uh, like purified the yeah. air, and we're talking about I was 11 years of age, so we're talking about 17 years back. It was high tech, right? And we bought that. Those were the three things we did. And she's very smart. I thought she was. Hers. <laughs> so, this is reality. This is a reality. I said, but what if, John, what if you don't die? It's not life there anymore, right? But it's a chronic illness. What if you go through a car crash, an operation? What if you can't do two activities of the daily living? You could be able to receive these $3,000 a month up to 50 months, up to four years. You're like, what do you mean? So in case you go through an operation, you can't do two activities of daily living, you can't shower, you can't eat, you can go to work, right? You're just laying in your bed. Who pays your bills? My wife can't. Then who will not? That's where these benefits come into play. Right? So these policies, most of the time, is I said straight up, I I got a lot of people that get denied. We are brokers, we work with many companies, but this one I love because of the benefits. Awesome. So, John, we didn't do this for the life insurance aspect. We didn't do this for the living benefits. We did this for the cash value accumulation because he said, I want something that's covered, that I'm covered with, with life insurance, but also acts as a sort of retirement for the future. So John, if you fund this, right, how I showed you, estimated that you might have around $266,000. I don't know because I don't know what the market is gonna do, but there's structuring that the market is gonna go up and it's gonna go down, like it's been doing in the past years. So from there, I let him know exactly how this earns interest, right? this is something you want to read yourself so this is how it earns interest right 1998 the market did 26% he's capped at 1175 1999 19% you get capped at 1175 2000 it lost negative 10 you don't lose a single penny 2001 negative 13 you don't lose a single penny 2002 negative 23 you don't lose a single penny 2003 11, 26, you get eleven seventy-five. The awesome thing is that you are getting the returns from the past. Every year, you keep if there was a return, you keep it. But when it crashes, you don't. You just don't crash for that year. So let's go to two thousand eight. Negative thirty-eight percent. You don't lose a single penny while still keeping all of these returns from the past. So I said. John, this is something you're doing for the long term. This is something, if individuals say, what is this gonna do in five years? This is not the product for you. What is this gonna do in 10 years? This is not the product for you. Go to the stocks, bonds, mutual funds guy so you can move that money quick, right? This is something you structure for the future. You start low and you start incrementing as time goes by. Long term, the structure 20-year average is averaging around 6.98 percent, so almost 7 percent, while the marketplace is averaging around 5 percent. And we're talking about a very stable index. Index means a group of companies together. Okay? Is that awesome? Awesome. I'm almost done with it, Okay. So what I did is I showed, I told them, I'm going to show you two things. I'm going to show you the guarantees, and you don't want to look at this as the guarantees because this is showing that the market doesn't do nothing. And in the whole history of the United States, in the history of the marketplace, since the first crash in the world, do you guys know what was the first crash in the financial world? It was tulips back in the 1600s. They were trading tulips. Interesting, right? So this is imagining that the market does nothing, right? So he's still funding the policy, how we showed, right? But he has has accumulated value, and he starts getting a pension of around 400 bucks a month for the rest of his life. And this is imagining that the market does nothing. So in a way, you don't want to look at this, because this is something that has never happened, right? In retrospect, what you want to look at this is more as the current, what normally happens in the marketplace? But still, I said, is getting your money back, right? Is it worth it? He's like, yeah, that's good, awesome, right? You know, when I started in this business, I started learning a lot, about, a lot about history because all my clients were 50 and up. So I said, what do I have to do to connect with them? Because with a younger individual, I can connect and talk about Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Right? But with an older individual, where do we connect? So I started getting into history, man, and I I love history. It's fascinating. It is, man. So what happens is he funds it. At 66, he stops putting money in there. He might have around $19,000 tax-free. Now I let him know, right, for me to pass my test, I need to understand something. And that's something is mortality rates. When are people dying? And I told him, three years ago, right, when I passed my license, there was women dying at 87, men at 83. Through technology and through the changes in time, we're seeing that we're living longer. That's why the social security retirement age bumped. So, let's imagine, John, that you're gonna live up to 89. At 89, you put in $858,000, and you already pulled out $456,000. So you already pulled out almost three times the income you put in. When you pass away, you still leave $64,000 towards your beneficiary so they can bury you, throw a party, buy a brand new Cadillac, whatever they want to do. <laughs> Obviously, 30 years from now, they might not get a brand new Cadillac they may get like an old one now there's two negatives to this there's two negatives the first negative is if you cancel this in the first two or three years you won't get nothing because policies everything pays up in the first ten years the easy spot to cancel right the easy the best time to cancel one of these policies is after year 11 you would get accumulated forty four thousand dollars you surrender it you would get forty four thousand dollars So this is something you don't wanna start just to start and then cancel it. Perfect. And the second thing that's negative to this is that you gotta get approved. I've gotten a lot of individuals denied and it happens all the time. So you gotta be a certain individual to be able to get approved for this product. So if you get a life insurance and then you die in your fifth year, you get nothing? No, in the fifth year, you would receive two hundred and ninety thousand dollars towards his beneficiaries, that being daughter, wife, etc. If you close the account, and you if, you your, yeah, if, if you surrender, if you cancel it, out, yeah, you, get you won't get the first two well, yes, years. If they die, right? Yeah, no. only if they die. If yeah, they only, die, you get the you get death the benefit. He said, right? if you surrender, if you try to put your money out, you get that. Exactly. Yeah. So, in a sense, <clears throat> is those are the two cons. Mm-hmm. So he said, okay. Let's do that. He's like, I still want to keep my eye rolling. This is going to be something I open up separate. From there, I said, let's go into, I said, you want to do 300? Or, right, or you want to add the proper coverage to that? It's going to be more than 300. He's like, okay, so how much would it be to get the proper coverage on a 20-year term? So what I did is... So we're appointed with these companies, right? So really quick, what I did is I went here, instant quote, California, he's from September. Can you zoom in a little bit? Zoom in? I want you to structure it in with the other policy. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Look at this guys, boom. AIG 63, Axe Equitable 66, Lincoln 65, Principal 66, Detective 64, we are all, we work with all those companies. Now like I said, what I love about National Life is the benefits. All of these term policies are just term policies. So look at the National Life group, we're 70 bucks, right? For only like, it's like almost seven bucks, you get a lot of benefits. So he said, What do you mean benefits? So let me show you. Are you guys finding this valuable? Yes. Yeah? Always do LSW term guys, LSW. So what I did is, I did he needs 525. For 20 years, you will get $68.97. Now, let me show you really quick the benefits. These are the benefits that I'm talking about. So let's say that have 42, they tell him he's gonna pass away, he's gonna get these 427 plus the 235 from the other policy while yeah. he's still alive. They have really good riders. Yeah, there's a, re- a lot of really good riders inside yeah. of the policy with not, a, not the price, because maybe the other companies, they're five bucks cheaper, yeah. but then you gotta add the riders, meaning these benefits for extra 10, 20 bucks a month. So also here, if you get sick at age forty two, you would get these three thousand plus the other three thousand of the policy. So it would be getting around six to seven thousand dollars to pay the sales. So I said, is it worth it? it? it's you decide, man. I said you decide what you want to do, but what we do is if you don't get approved with this one, because it's a preferred company with us, we automatically go and find something better for you inside of the list of carriers that we have. So he said i just want to go with one company so let's just move forward we put in the applications and we we're able to help him out so now let me give you the numbers on right when you guys get a license how much on a starting contract could you guys earn on that on that on that client right starting contract what you could earn is around 1300 dollars. going out there and helping the client starting contract. You're doing providing phenomenal service for that for that individual. He was very happy. He's happy he has living benefits. He's happy he has another source of retirement, and he's excited. He wanted to give us some referrals, and that would be a good payday just to going out there and helping him out. All right? For two hours, guys. Yeah. So for two two hours, so earning like around six to seven hundred bucks an hour. That's pretty good. I'm sorry, I just went super quick on that. That was great. Gee, great yeah? job. Okay.